Good morning, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. Here's hoping you humans have a momentous 366 days in the year 2024. Have a nice flight. podcast my name is Aaron with me as always is my scarecrow Cameron how are you doing today honey I'm doing very well Mrs. Spy so uncomfortable in this chair (laughs) well Mm -hmm. starting off to a great new year I feel all crooked hold on I gotta gotta, well now my legs are gonna go numb but I guess this is better that'll that'll put a little um spice into the Yes, while my thumb continually twitches, my legs will be numb. This will be great. (laughs) This is great. Everything. This is great. Happy New Year, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everyone had a great holiday season, whatever you celebrate. We've had a good holiday season, Mm -hmm. I think. We had a great Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Christmas was wonderful. Yes, Mm -hmm. it sure was. One of the fun things we got was an escape room. Oh, yeah, we got an escape room kind of game, and... uh, it's a World of Warcraft escape yeah. room. It's got like three scenarios. Yeah, so you can only play it those three times. Yeah, you're pretty much the three and three and done. But, three and done. <laughs> but, but we got it for dirt cheap, and it, yeah. was, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All the kids loved it, so that yeah. was fun. Uh, I did you get everything you wanted for for the, the holidays? Oh, absolutely! You got me a really cool Normandy SR2 replica, which makes hey. me happy. It is my most favorite spaceship. Yep. So I have it now on my office desk. I love it so much. I'm wearing my Twisted Sister t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that I got that you. Because that rocks. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I got my, um, I don't have Spotify, but I have like the Apple music equivalent of like what music you've been listening to right, all right. year. Number one with a bullet, Space, Space Unicorn. Unicorn by Perry Grip. <laughs> Space Unicorn. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then like, Below that was like my meditative music. I listened to help me sleep at night. Yeah. And below that was Now and Then by the Beatles. So Nice. So, but, Good list. <laughs> Good. Great. Good list. Good list. <laughs> and then yesterday, I, all day yesterday, guys, all day yesterday, we spent rearranging the living room. Yeah. All day. I it s- took all day. I still feel from it. From 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to 6.30 at night. That's how long it took us. To fix the living room. Well, we rewarded ourselves with Mexican food. Oh, hell yeah. The local place, which was good. Yep. But And the the living room looks fantastic, Oh, the living room looks great now. Yeah, absolutely. We have a very wild layout. We have a large living room. However, it's full of alcoves, and it's got this enormous fireplace that takes up a ton of real estate. Yeah. And the fireplace is built in, so you can't move it. No. You can't change where it is. And it's a super tall fireplace so that if you were to put the TV on top of it, you're looking up at, like, seven-foot-high TV. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible. It's terrible on the neck, so we have to find ways of putting the TV somewhere else and then setting up everything there to where everything is Well, and then they put and... all the electric outlets and everything in, like, Oh, my God, wild, places. random places where it's like, why would that be there? They put a phone jack outlet, like, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And we're like, yeah. why? why? A, who? Who has this. a flant line? <laughs> Who needs this? And uh, what what movies have we watched? What, what have we been watching lately? Have we watched anything cool? I feel like we just watched uh, a bunch of movies. 
I wa- oh yeah, we watched the Indiana Jones movie. Oh right, we watched Dial um, of Destiny. That sucked. This sucked. Would you like it more or less than, than Crystal Mutt Skull? Jones? <laughs> yeah, Mutt Jones. Oh god. Yeah. Or is it Mutt Crane? I don't know. It's a terrible did take, name. Did he take Indie? I don't even remember. I don't, I've I've seen Crystal Skull one time. Yeah, I've seen it once, and I was so appalled. <laughs> but I do feel like Dial of Destiny, Phoebe Waller Bridge's character. Yeah. I feel like that was supposed to be Mutt, and then with Shia's like yeah. extracurricular activities, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, controversies, yeah. they didn't want him back. Well, and too, Mutt is a dumb fucking name. Yeah, like I think the idea was Indy was named after the dog, yeah. So we're gonna name the kid a dog's name. Yeah, which is stupid. But it was stupid. Like every stupid. It, did, it didn't even feel natural. Why would you even nickname your kid Mutt? Yeah, that's what you nickname a gang member who sucks. I just really wish people would stop trying to like prolong these things and it also suffers from what I call like the Lucasfilm problem Mm. of bringing back your heroic characters and now they're losers yes like he's at a crappy college now Mm -hmm. his wife has left him his son has died he's in a shitty apartment he's got to learn how to adventure again just so he can retire from oh sorry spoiler alert so he can retire or die in Greece or does he or yeah he yeah the end of the movie is like like five minutes of him just being like I just want to die here with Archimedes because as you guys know I've always had a lifelong obsession with Greece no he hasn't this is the first time we have heard of it his lifelong obsession has been with religious uh, artifacts yeah exactly and he's suddenly, it's like, no, Archimedes. See, Didn't like, you guys know this, Archimedes? See, I was going to say that, well, the Shankara stones in, in Temple of Doom. Yeah. But he falls into that problem. Yeah. That's not yeah. really like, oh, this was my area of study. He's like, I just, yeah. I'm aware of it. But yeah, he his father from a young age has always been about religious artifacts. Yes. And all of a sudden he's like, but I want to die in ancient Greece with Archimedes. Like, yeah, because I've you... always loved Archimedes. This is the first I'm hearing about it. Yeah. It would be like if I were just to, to say to you tomorrow, like, yeah, I love the New York Dolls band. And I had like all this information <laughs> about the New York Dolls. And yeah. you were like, this is the first time in 20 years <laughs> you've ever mentioned that band to me. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it really and does. And then Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character... They introduce her like we're supposed to give a shit who she is. Yeah, and I don't. Like, <laughs> like I was talking to someone, I was like, it would be different if she was like related to Marcus Brody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then she could be like Marcus Brody's granddaughter or something yeah. like that. And it's like he has a a connection there. But we're just supposed to believe that this random woman is his goddaughter from a friend we've never heard about. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It was. It seemed very odd tacked on. And then they did all like the de-aging thing that looks awful. Oh, I hate it. He can't do action scenes anymore, so it was all Fast and the Furious. It was all car chases. All car chases (laughs) or whatever. Um, So that was garbage. Yeah. Uh, And then I want to be like, come up with something original. And then I watched Rebel Moon, which is ostensibly something original, but it's really not. It's just a a cobbled together Star Wars. Well, (laughs) you name a property it's it is, in there. It's in there. It, it really is. It, it does feel like, I don't know that he used AI to write the script, <laughs> but it feels like it because it really is just like ripped well, off. What's hot right now. Ripped off yeah. aspects of all these other things, but with no care mm-hmm. to like, like I understand you can like listen to something or read something or watch something and be inspired to write your own thing of it. Mm-hmm. But like generally it feels like something new. Yeah. You know, but like, it does not. It just feels like all you're doing is like, well, that's, you know, Star Wars. That's Lord of the Rings. That's, wow. you know, whatever. It's 
terrible. It's awful. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Then you watched uh, Barbie. And I did watch Barbie. What else? Oh, God, what else did I... I mean, I've been trying to watch all the 2023 movies that I haven't had a chance to see yet. Right. Because we're closing in at the end of the uh, the old year here. Yeah. We're not at 2024 yet, no. though. I've been playing my secret shame games, so yeah, we we don't even have to discuss them. No, 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 we we don't we don't discuss these. They're my secret shame. I haven't owned them yet. Yeah, I will one day. One day, and you'll be like, I play these games, and I'm unashamed. <laughs> but right now, they are my secret shame. I still can't believe you told your friends. I'm sorry. Was I when not- you know they're my secret shame, <laughs> and you told your friends. Sorry. Betrayal. <laughs> it was such a betrayal. It was a betrayal. I'm still a little bit angry about that. But getting me the Normandy SR2 is a little, you know, hey. helps you out. Hey. But yeah, that's what we've been up to. Uh, so as we said last week, we watched Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Absolutely. Have you ever seen this show before? <laughs> you know I have. <laughs> I have never heard of I this have show. seen all of the like seventies, eighties kind of murder mystery shows. Okay. Uh that you know, that's what I grew up watching. Oh, I shouldn't say I've never heard of the show. I've actually been aware of the show since we've been doing this podcast because it keeps coming up yeah. in places. But like I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I've I've never like even passed across it. You mm-hmm. know, but it was a pretty popular show. It was on for four four, four years or four mm-hmm. seasons. So What'd you think of it? <laughs> well, I loved it. Did you really? Of course. Why wouldn't I? Really? This is a dumb show right up my alley. This is a very, very, very dumb, dumb show. show. But I like Kate Jackson. I think she's adorable. And so, what else like, is she in? I say as I have um, IMDb open. She's been in. Front in of me. She's been in Charlie's Angels. Um, uh, she was one of the originals. Okay. Okay. Uh, but she's been in a lot of other things too. And then we also have uh, Boxleiter, uh, Bruce Boxleitner, <laughs> yeah, um, as the titular Scarecrow, mm-hmm. and Kate Jackson is Mrs. Amanda King. Yes, that went for eighty-eight episodes. That's a long. That's, that's a long run. That's a long run. Not quite getting to that hundred, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why I've never really seen it because mm-hmm. it never gets to that hundred yeah. episode mark where you really get things in syndication. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just never really came across it. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. I don't have a haiku for y'all today because wow, wow, way to drop the ball. Yeah, I you know I really don't have a lot pre- for this today because okay. you know I was just enjoying time with my wonderful family all week. Yeah, this is true, and me telling you move that piece of furniture, <laughs> move that get piano. your muscles in here, move my piano. <laughs> now move it back over there. No, I don't like it over here. It's got to go over there. No, move it over there. <laughs> I woke up so <laughs> stiff today. I'm pretty sure two of my my vertebrae are fused together. Pianos are heavy, guys, and like ours has wheels, but three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, we bought ours from the restore for $35. It it's was gonna, a nice It piano. was going to go into the garbage because, you know, it's such a huge piece of furniture. Yeah. And if you're shopping at the restore, you really don't have space for a huge piece of furniture. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I like to upcycle yeah. old furniture. So, you know, restore is one of my favorite places, although not anymore. Now they just sell junk got for trendy. exorbitant prices. It got, it got, it got trendy. Like, yeah. yeah. But I upcycled this piano, and it's great, and it's yeah, uh, amazing. $35. Yeah. A huge grand piano. Like, we bought it for $35. Mm-hmm. And the only problem with it is that one string that's yeah. missing. There's yeah. one note that doesn't work. 
and then the next week we went in mm-hmm. and we found a piano that completely worked. Yeah. For I think it was like a hundred dollars yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And now you go in there and they're just like regular price for like a used yeah. Piano. Now now you're looking at if say, you even get a dollars, dude. We saw like a really chintzy grandfather clock in there for like three hundred. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, come on. Yeah. What is going on here, restore? What's up, Restore? I'm really disappointed because they used to have amazing prices and really cool stuff, and now it's just junk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For really high prices. But, yeah, so we watch Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I always forget her name. Like Because uh, she should be Scarecrow. She should be Scarecrow. I mean, she really should be. She she really should be. Mm -hmm. This came out October 3rd, 1983. The number one song was Total Eclipse of the Heart. Wow, nice. And the number one movie was Never Say Never Again. The, the Oh, that one's terrible. The one where they brought back yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, I know. It's awful. <laughs> and all, all What's-Her-Name does is scream the whole time. Well. Like in every movie she's in. Who is who's in it? Uh, it's not Nicole Kidman. It's the one I always mistake for Nicole Kidman. What is her name? Kate Catshaw? No. <laughs> she was in the Batman Return Returns movies. Or... Michelle Pfeiffer? No. I confuse her and Nicole Kidman a lot. <laughs> there's there's one other I confuse with all three of them. Okay. Because okay. uh, they, they all look like the same blonde to me. So I can't believe Sean Connery was in a 1983 blonde Oh, God. Movie. It's terrible. It's one of the worst I've, I've ever I've seen. I've tried it. watching it before, and it, I, um, I don't think I could really get through it. Like, it doesn't, like... Video games, like arcade games, factor into it. I a don't big remember, time. Uh, but it is terrible. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. No, it is not. But um, let's talk about Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Yeah, a show that seems to be for people with incompetent husbands who, who with <laughs> in suspended adolescence. Yes. Because one of the commercials we saw, we saw this on Tubi. Mm-hmm. It's available there if you guys want to watch. Is this man was sent out to get diapers? Yeah, diapers, and he brings home cocoa clusters. Yeah, spend blows all their money on chocolate cereal yeah, and instead of diapers. And she's like, "Well, you need to really go out and get diapers." He's like, "Uh, I blew my load on the cocoa krispies." <laughs> so, and she's like, "Well, we kind of need diapers." There's no reason why that commercial does not end with her going to mm-hmm. a lawyer and getting divorce papers. Getting an absolute divorce and being like, "Why did I decide to reproduce with you?" Yeah. Like, yeah, we really, we need to really rethink our lives, yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. It degrades everybody. It makes yeah. the woman look stupid for choosing a dummy. Yeah. It makes the dumb husband real dumb for being so dumb. I'd rather get Cocoa Krispies <laughs> than, than get diapers? diapers for my child. Like, th- like, I don't even care about the well-being of my own gene. Spawn? My spawn? <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's nuts. I cannot stand the commercials like that. Like the, the yogurt commercials. Where's the key lime pie? Well, I don't understand. Why can't I, I like, find anything Who are you appealing to? Are we all, do you really think so little of us? Yeah. Like, and why are you marrying such a dumb idiot? Yeah. Stop. What is wrong with you? Don't settle like that. Why can't we have a commercial? Why can't we have commercials that are like, hey, you're doing great. You're doing great. Now eat this yogurt. Yeah. And you'll be doing great, too. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do great. You are great. This will make you even better. This yogurt helps. <laughs> Instead, it's like, what is yogurt? <laughs> anyway. So this show starts off with a lot of shots of the National Mall. Oh, yeah, lots. Yeah. We, we see a lot of glory shots. Patriotism. <laughs> Patriotism. Reaganomics. <laughs> um, we got... Although, pa- it really makes Nancy Reagan look like a commie. Well, 
Because she's a big fan of the KGB girl. <laughs> she's a cooks. huge fan of the KGB. Yeah, yeah, I, get, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, is there's, this a, there's a link there. Is there? Is this a conservative or a liberal <laughs> show? Don't I don't know. I don't know. Because they really do. Well, that, let's not spoil that yet. But yeah, she's, <laughs> she's giving secrets to <laughs> Khrushchev and shit. Gorbachev. Um, uh. So all the shots in the beginning of the, the, the show are all of her being a mom being a mom. Mom being a mom. And a dude being a dude. Absolutely. I don't understand. How is she making money? She's not. She lives with her mom. Okay. And her boys live there as well. Oh, so that's her mother's house. I think so. Or it might be her ex-husband's house. Like, I'm not saying that she's not probably getting some sort of alimony. Yeah, I think so. I think she got the house and the divorce kind of thing. The mom lives with her, and the mom probably has social security checks from the dead dad. Right. I mean, her dead father. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I think that's it, but she actually needs a job. Right, right, right. Because, like, she seems so frazzled. Absolutely. But she doesn't seem to be doing anything Yeah, because the either. mom cooks. The mom does all the cooking. Yeah. And she, all she seems to do is be a den mother for Cub Scouts. Yeah. Which, those kids are... Nightmarish. Nightmarish. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she'd need to drag them down to, the, <laughs> to a TV studio, but that's... That's uh, another thing. That's another thing altogether. But, like, that seems to be all she does. She doesn't She seems cook. to, like, run herself ragged, but I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, like I get it <laughs> if she's, like... Really busy, like I'm a mom on the go, but right. like, what's she doing? <laughs> what, what, what you doing? You yeah. fixed this collar, okay? Yeah. Uh, what else are you doing? And I don't know. <laughs> do you think? I was wondering this during the show. Was it? Because we learned this very early on in the exposition, where mm-hmm. it's like, Mom, you know, ever since the divorce that I've, you know, like, yeah. Do you think she should have been a widow, or do you think it's better that she was divorced? And keeping in mind, in the '80s, divorce was hot. Like, that was, like, a hot thing. No, I think she should have been divorced. Divorce means you can move on a little bit faster than if your husband dies. Okay, okay. You know, and it also means that there's going to be later drama between Bruce Beckenstan or whatever the hell. Bruce Beckenstan? Whatever the hell. Oh, right, that place, that's that country near (laughs) Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. Yeah. Bruce Beckenstan. Bruce (laughs) Beckenstan. You know what I'm talking about. One of the stands over there. One of the stands. Anyway, that way there's future drama. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little... yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, she is dating a man named Dean. Dean. Mm-hmm. Whom we never see. Yeah. We never see his face. No, he's always blurred out, or we just <laughs> see the back of his head. I love that. Yeah, and, and... I love that, because it shows that that's all she's seeing, too. So he's, he's not, not really a major part of her life at all. Yeah, exactly. He's And the t- and the show reflects that, and I thought that was really cool. He's a real dud. He's a real dud. He's a real dud. Yeah. Like, uh, and that's in the trivia, too. You never see his face. That's awesome. Like, once in a while, he leaves her plaid clothes <laughs> because he's a dud. <laughs> but, like, now, the one thing I did have a problem with, with him is, so the show starts off, well, the show starts off with a toga party. Yeah. That, and like, I was like, toga parties are a real thing? Yeah. It, well, it's like that, and they had, like, a live band at another place. And yeah. I was like, Look at all these things we've lost in this world. We've lost a lot, but, you know, toga parties, that's fine. I, I don't really mind the toga parties. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, the, the soundtrack to the toga party was definitely, like, a Casio keyboard set to the demo yeah. function. Like, <laughs> they really did. This show was not, did not seem to have a budget. No. It was very small, whatever yeah. they had. But, hey, you know what? They worked hard with it. Yeah. They uh, ran with it, and I think that's great. So it starts with her, and she's in her nighty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's throwing on a jacket, and she's running to the train station because she's got to 
drive her boyfriend, Dean. Yeah, to the train station. To the train station. And she's like, I'm just driving there, so I don't really care how I look. Mm-hmm. So I'm like one of those people who go to like Target in like my PJs. It, disgusting. <laughs> you hate that. I hate it so much. Show himself. Put some jeans on. It is not that complicated. Like, you know, I'm not saying you have to get I'm all dolled up. I'm not saying you have to do your hair and makeup. Screw that noise. You yeah. know, I don't give a shit about that. But put some pants on. Yeah. God. <laughs> just, just put some pants and a t-shirt on. That's all we're saying. But uh, she she runs out and does this. You know, this. you can look really great in just like a white tee, jeans, and some high heels. Man, nailing it. Nailing it. Nailing it. But uh, apparently Dean doesn't want to park his car in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Why is because, that a Because when the raindrops uh, dry, they, they might leave little marks on his car. See, this is how anal Dean is. This is, yeah. Anal's the right word for Dean. What I thought was weird, though, and I think this is a, a confusing, maybe, aspect of the show. I think it's supposed to show how Lee, the scarecrow, I was just call him scarecrow from yeah. now on. They don't really or call Bruce, him. Bruce, that's what I call him. Bruce Bakkenstan. Bruce Bakkenstan. <laughs> <laughs> um, later Wait, on, box lightener, whatever. When she's with Bruce Backstan, <laughs> later he's talking about how his car is like this Porsche 350, and I was like, oh. it felt like to me that when they were showing Dean being well, not showing obviously, mm-hmm. but like suggesting Dean was like overly obsessed with his car, yeah. that it was making him sort of a loser. Yeah. Like it was like, dude, just calm down. It's just a little rain. Cause, it, you can cause she's it, like, yeah. she's, she's like, it, they're like, it's not even raining. And he's like, oh, but Dean said there was a 35% chance of rain. So I have to drive him to the yeah. to train station. And then later when she's talking to the scarecrow, he's like, I wouldn't park my car anywhere other than in here. And I'm like, oh, so I guess dudes are just dumbly anal about their cars. Yeah, like it didn't, I would have liked it better if like the Scarecrow didn't have the same hangups that Dean has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they should be separate, mm-hmm. but that that's small, small criticism. That's <laughs> um, what we find out is that at this toga party, there was like a drop off going on mm. and one of the toga people gets shot. Uh, Scarecrow was... Back in Stan. Yeah. He runs away. He's being chased by the KGB. Yeah. Because this is 1983. Yeah, KGBs are always <laughs> the bad guys in the 80s. He, he escapes. He goes to the train station the next morning. Mm-hmm. He is being followed, so he drops off the box with Mrs. King. Yeah. And he's like, give this box, give this package to the man in the red hat. Yeah. She gets on the train, and it's like all... A Kiwanis sh- Club. It's yeah, all Shriners. It's all Shriners, except for one guy in a MAGA hat. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I'm not going near that guy. <laughs> MAGA's like 40 years away, but even I know, I'm not going near that. So she does the next best thing is nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she takes the package home. That man dies. That man dies, yeah. And the Scarecrow, like, he has like a brownstone in Georgetown. Yeah. That's like his, like, hideout. No, that's the the headquarters. Well, that's like the facade. Mm-hmm. And he goes into like a, a jacket closet, which is like a elevator that goes down into like the mm-hmm. the bowels of Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like when he got out, he comes out the back of the the closet through the the coats. Yeah. But he didn't like return the coats to their place, no. and I felt that was really sloppy. Absolutely. Of him. He should... He's a very sloppy spy. I this show. <laughs> 
makes a lot of broad assumptions of like what makes sense and stuff. Uh-huh. It's set at such a pace. And I think back in the day when you didn't have the opportunity to like rewatch things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could walk away from the show and be like, that made a hundred percent sense. It does not. But in our more modern society <laughs> There's a lot of leaps in logic. Lots of leaps in logic. <laughs> now you know why I'm constantly leaping when it comes to logic. These the logic This is what I grew up on. Massive leaps of logic. <laughs> so uh what happens is the guy he finds out that the MAGA guy died. Mm-hmm. But he, he lived long enough to be like, I never got the package. Yeah. <laughs> to some doctor, some rando doctor. He was like, oh, I just These didn't live long spies, enough. loose lips, sink ships. Oh, tell me about it. They are all... T- he tells Miss King, uh, the, our, on our Lee fir- Stetson... On their first like date or whatever. When to exchange the package, he's like, okay, I've got the KGB after me. <laughs> We've got a lot of agents who are dying. Yeah. And Here's then, the passcode to our, you know, CIA headquarters. What I <laughs> he tells her all of this stuff. And then, like, he's like, but I don't want to tell you too much because it could put your family in danger. And she's like, what about me? And he's like, let me fill up that champagne for you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just blabbing everything. Oh, blabbermouth. Well, first he tracks her down at the Moby's Dock restaurant. Yeah. Which looks like a cool place to go. I miss these original places. Like, nowadays, it's all just McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. It's just boring shit. Same shit, different city. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, there's never anything original. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I was a kid, I remember there was this place in, I grew up in South Florida, and there was this restaurant that is, like, actually, like, known as, like, it was a very regional Mm -hmm. chain. Yeah. And there was, like, even when I was a kid, it was one left. Right. And we would go there, and it was like the best burgers in town. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes McDonald's or Burger yeah. King or Wendy's. Yeah. And we miss out on all these like cool places like Moby's yeah. Dock. Yeah, and uh, like the Hardy Boys even had that uh, cool the Midnight ha- Burger Club. Yeah. yeah in the, a haunted the, house. The Midnight Haunted House Club. Yeah, with burgers. Moby's Dock seemed a little bit more legit than that one. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the ideas yeah. still sound. I mean, these were fun things. I'm sorry, but, like, Burger King's playground isn't very fun. No. It's covered in diapers most of the time. I just wish we could go back to having more original stuff, but I think you have to have, you know... Oh, capitalism, again, kills originality. Yeah, it's like, I don't think you're going to find, like, a bank to give you the loan for a Moby's dock. Yeah. They're more likely to give you a loan if, like, I want to open a Subway franchise. Yeah. So it's like, you don't get original stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's disappointing. Sad. Yeah. It's pathetic. Everybody wants the same damn thing over and over and over again. Uh, it's, like, it's so lame. It's our idiosyncrasies that makes this world special. <laughs> and we should all be, like, you know, encouraging that. Oh, absolutely. And, like, everything's just so homogenized now. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. Absolutely. And expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's boring and expensive. Not worth it. I did like the fact that he... Life in 2023. Not worth it. <laughs> Life in 2024, better than ever. Yeah, it, it's going to be more of the same capitalism, babe. <laughs> Although, we have cut out Amazon, and we're loving it. Hey, you should all cut out Amazon, because I don't feel you any You know what? Regret. I feel powerful. Yeah, I feel better. Cutting out Amazon makes you feel powerful. I'm going to start cutting out everything. Oh, yeah, me too. What Absolutely. else can I cut out? And I'm going to grow my own crops. Take that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, what I loved about the Moby's Doc scene, though, too, is he disguises himself <laughs> as an employee of Moby's Doc. Yeah. And now this is like a small restaurant of maybe eight employees. <laughs> yeah, and just like, hey, who's the new guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did we train him? I don't know. Who is this guy? Like, I could see it like in the movies when like people are like in like fancy hotels and right. stuff, and you 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 dress up like a cleaning person. Yeah. It's like I get it, like. Oh, maybe that guy's usually on the night shift, and yeah, I, you know he's just yeah. here today. I'm, I'm just doing my job. I'm not asking a question. But it's like six people there. <laughs> How there's like other randos just like let me take that order out. Okay, leap in logic here. The CIA told them to let him have the outfit. What? Yes, because he remember, 100% remember, murdered someone for he that keeps outfit. Calling Jeffries or whoever his boss is <laughs> to do is. everything for him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, let me talk to the postmaster. Hey, let me do this. Let me do that. And I bet he got his lead okay, okay. to get him the costume. Okay, I'm going to go with you on this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I thought he murdered some poor person <laughs> and took their outfit. But I'm going to go with you uh-huh, because uh-huh. of... Logic leaps. Because of the talky-talkiness of the CIA. Yeah, this. they're black they pro- That yeah. Jeffries probably did call and was like, hey, yeah. I got a spy. He's working against yeah. the KGB. We need an extra Moby Stock outfit for <laughs> yeah. him today. Don't ask any questions. Yep. He's going to go over to Mrs. King. Now, Who? Amanda need, King. Now, if you yes. need codes <laughs> for our nuclear weapons, I, we got that for you, too. Just hey. let us know if you need it. Just call us. Ask us up. Here's the number. Yeah. And here's the code to get into this uh, facility. And now, can I get a chocolate call me Ishmael shake? <laughs> oh, my God. I would love it. God. Somebody... God, I would love it. And all the all the, all the food at Moby's Dock is like heavily symbolized. Yes, absolutely. It would be great. It'd be great. Quickwigs burger. Quickwigs Qu- chips. Quickwigs coffin burger. It'd be um, great, man. Yeah. So Noah Bassanai, she does not trust him. Mm-hmm. He he throws his spy business cart under her wiper. <laughs> yeah, he can't have thrown like, it anywhere. He's like, call me. <laughs> Puts it under her wiper. She goes home where her mother, who does nothing but cook. Uh, that's all she does. And that's actually a plot point for the show. Yeah, it's important that all she does is cook. <laughs> now, we're going to spoil a little something here. Well, we might as well. It's a 40-year-old show. Who cares? I mean, like, but, like, I'm not going to, like, unveil it. <laughs> so, her mother cooks twice a day. Yeah. What is it? Colonial cuisine. Yeah, we're talking, like, poutine and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it, big old cooked chickens. It's like duck out. Yeah, like every day. Like, like every day. Like, like Thanksgiving feast, feast every, every day. Every day. That's what she's cooking every day. And the and they have recipes like duck a la Nathan Hale yeah. and what was it? The peach puff. Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Pilgrim's peach puff. Pilgrim's peach puff, which is scarecrow, by the way. Because <laughs> he's so peachy and puffy. And it turns out it's Mrs. Welch, right? Am I yeah, getting that right? Yeah, name right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Mrs. Welch is doing the show twice a day. Mm-hmm. It's like a popular, popular show. She colonial gives colonial cooking. Colonial cooking. She gives free cooking lessons mm-hmm. at this cooking show. No, she doesn't give free cooking lessons because Mrs. King wasn't going to pay for her mom to go to get private lessons. No, but she offers private le- lessons. Yes, yes, she does. Yes. So she has to be a legit show, right? But she, yes, she is a TV personality. However, she's not the one coming up with the recipes. That's her assistant. Oh, yeah, which was kind of cool. Because, like, okay, so what's happening is she works for the KGB. This, like, uh, Martha Stewart, Rachel Ray type character. And it's like Giada De Laurentiis giving giving kill orders. Or or Julia Child, because she actually was a spy. Yeah. 
Julia Child. Julia Child's cool as shit. Maybe, maybe that's where they got the idea for this first episode is mm-hmm. Julia Child's was, was yeah. in the, with the OSS, I believe, at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's where they're riffing off of, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. But she, this is like the bad Julia Child. <laughs> this is the enemy. So what she's doing twice a day is she's sending codes over her program. Yeah. So if she says one hour, that means one agent. If yeah. she says extra... 300 degrees, it's going to be at 3 o'clock. Yeah, at 3 o'clock. It has to be exactly at 3 o'clock or whatever, whatever. But then, but then like, when she finds this information, she goes to her assistant. She's like, make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Like, make a recipe that makes sense. But if that show's going twice a day. Well, really only once a day. Once a day? Yeah, it's only once a day, babe. She says twice a day. No, it's once a day. How did you get once a day? It's once a day. Okay, so once a day. Fine. <laughs> once a day. But that's, is an agent dying every day? Every day, yes. That's why the For head, how long? Yeah, that's why the head of the CIA is like, oh my God, we're screwed. Because <laughs> they are screwed. Yeah, and apparently the loose lips who's giving them all the information. Francine. Francine is a Working sexist woman. piece of shit. Yeah. Wow. Well, at first I was kind of on Francine's side. Yeah. Because Francine works at the CIA, mm-hmm. although she seems to just sit around and read beauty magazines, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's talking to Mrs. King, and she's like, so what do you do? And Mrs. King's like, well, I'm kind of in between jobs right yeah. now. And and Francine's like, well, that's cool. I think uh, women can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, no matter how old you are. Yeah. I'm going back to school to learn how to cook. And it turns out she's taking lessons from Mrs. Well, now, so every, like, I guess once a week, mm-hmm. she goes and visits Mrs. Welsh. Yeah. Gives the gives Mrs. Welsh information on agents and their whereabouts. Now, she doesn't know because she's been drugged? She's either, like, has, like, a, what, what's that, like, truth serum kind of stuff? I don't know what she's being drugged Or with. hypnotized? I, no, she's no, being drugged because she says she feels woozy. She says she yeah, feels woozy. Yeah, because it's something in the food that she's eating. Right. But, like, every week she goes yeah. to this place. Can you imagine doing anything once a week and every time you go there? You're like, God, I don't remember that lesson. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I passed out in... In the middle of class. Wow, I must be super tired. Or if you were taking cooking lessons and every time you did you felt sick. Yeah. Like, there might be something wrong here. I, maybe I'm not going to do this, but yeah. she just like blabs, blabs, yeah, blabs. Yeah, so Francine's kind of a dummy. I don't really know what Francine does. Does she just keep the schedule of all the spies and their whereabouts? I don't know why she would know that information. She's only what's-his-name's assistant. Yeah. No, wait, she is the lead's assistant, so she wouldn't know that kind of information. But like, Because she's not Bruce's assistant. But, I mean, we're in 1983. They at least had, like rudimentary computers that would keep schedules or uh, something. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's Is she hired just for her photographic memory of all the her spies or whereabouts? <laughs> Gotta be, and, right? It right? has to be. It has to be. <laughs> so what happens, so after she goes to Moby's dock, she she calls this guy. Mm-hmm. She's a scarecrow. He's like, look, you might be in danger. Yeah. Come meet me at this club. Which is basically they're having some kind of wicker man harvest <laughs> festival <laughs> shit going on at this country club. People are in masks yep. and antlers. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. happy and sad pumpkins everywhere. Yep, yep. And and that's where he like gives her all the information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We meet Celeste, who is like apparently he has a girl in every port kind of thing. Kind of one of those mm-hmm. guys. Kind of one of those losers. Is that attractive? No, he's just riddled with STDs. Men think it's super hot that they uh, have sex with tons of women, and I'm just like, that makes me want to barf. Yeah, I mean, like... Honestly, because I don't know where your dick has been. Like, I <laughs> And don't... you want to put that thing inside me? Yeah, I don't think so. Because I think the appeal of the show would be 
he's hot and sexy, right? Or I guess. I mean, like, so at least, I guess the shorthand is all women want to have sex with him. All women want to have sex with him, and he has no problem having sex with all of them. Yeah, exactly. And like, that doesn't sound very. I mean, like, I'm not well, trying to. No, I'm not trying to. Romance novels um, have problems with that too. They're always like, oh, look, this dude has sex with tons of women, but only one is going to nail him down, and it's going to be you. I guess, I guess it goes down to, like, practice makes perfect. And so he's had a lot of sex, so he's really good at sex. I doubt it. So he's going to be the best sex ever had. It doesn't mean had. that he's good at it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that at, at all. all. Each vagina is different, and there are different ways to please each vagina. You have to know the same <laughs> vagina for a long time in order to get it right. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, he tells her everything, they, but she does not bring the package because she thinks he's with the mob. Yeah, yeah. And then, so they go, like we said, we go, they go to the garage where his Porsche 350 or whatever. I don't know what kind of was. <laughs> he was about to start crying about it, though. My God. My God. Like, my thing with him is he was so whiny, and he wasn't a very good spy in my Oh, opinion. he was a terrible spy. And there's a, there's a scene where she has information, and she's like, meet me at midnight at the National yeah. Mall or whatever. And she's like, isn't this what... Like, she's cute. She's, like, adorable. It's Kate Jackson. She's adorable. Whatever she does, she's adorable. And she's like, isn't this where we're supposed to be, where it's all creepy and spooky? Yeah. And he's like, only when we're wearing trench, trench coats. coats or whatever. And he kind of does that a lot during the show. He's like, yeah, that's not how spies work. Yeah. My problem is it never. he never says... This is how it actually is. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, guess again, lady, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> he's like, you're dumb. This isn't it. Yeah. And he's, but he's never like, well, what we actually do. It's kind of like um, when you learn about like ninjas. Yeah. And you see ninjas in movies, and they're always dressed in black, and you're like, yeah, ninjas don't actually do that because that's actually really conspicuous yeah. to be like in big pajama, black pajamas. Yeah. They actually like would look like a farmer. Yeah, because exactly. Because they were assassins. Incognito. Yeah, so it would have been yeah. cool to me. And I think if they were to redo the show now, mm-hmm. I think they would do more of that. It's like, that's what they do in the movies. In real life, we do this. You know, yeah. and I think it would have been kind of cooler. Yeah. I just like. Hard I, to spot. Very subtle. I would have liked more. Not education. Mm. I'm not saying it would even be real or mm-hmm. right in real life, but it would have been cool if he had been like, no, this is how you really do it. And it's like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't think the writers knew how it was really done. I don't think the writers knew <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you suspend spies. I mean, I don't that think... That seems really dangerous. That seems really dangerous. You don't want them on your bad side, right? Because, because he, they have a lot of information. Because he gets suspended because he gives her the package mm-hmm. and then loses the package because her mother mails it to... Why is she mailing it to her, like, cousin? I, I don't know. Her Aunt Minnie in Maine. Oh, Because everybody has an Aunt Minnie in Maine. Aunt, Aunt Minnie in Maine, right. Yeah. yeah, so, like, she had left the package at home and then she had put an address on it to send to Aunt Minnie in Maine. Yeah. And then her mom, who's, like, long-suffering and, like, just kind of awful, to be quite honest with <laughs> She's you. She's a terrible person. She's, like, <laughs> shallow and all that. You're she- messing up your relationship with Dean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You need to get married to Dean. That's all I'm saying. I feel like the mother wants her to get married to Dean so she'll get out of that house. So. <laughs> but again, I don't know whose house that is. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't know. But um, but like, yeah, the mom's like, you know how I don't like to drive, but I took that package to the mailbox. And so. So you should be grateful. So that's when the scarecrow calls his boss, Jeffries, and is like, hey, I need you to wake up the, the postmaster, postmaster, unlock the door, and let me go rooting through the mail so yeah. I can find this thing. And, like, if it's that important, I think they would do that. Yeah. 
Or they would find some yeah, way. Yeah, because obviously the the agents who are dying, that kill list is in there in the postmaster's they've office. All, they've all been burned, And so it's like, oh, well, you know what? We need to get this ASAP. And so they're like, tough. He's like, tough titties, man. He's like, tough. <laughs> Guess what? You're suspended. Yeah. And I feel like spies, you, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I feel like with spies, the best you can hope for it is an honorable retirement. Yeah, or death. Or, like, I feel like it would be like the show The Prisoner, which I have not seen, mm. but it's like, I feel like you'd be, like, sent to an island somewhere <laughs> where you cannot reveal any secrets. Yeah. Like, the last thing you want is, is a disgruntled spy. Or you probably, if you want to retire, you probably go into a witness protection program. Like, something where, something like... like that. Yeah, something yeah. where we can keep an eye on you, but you're also, like, laid low, so... Yeah. Because you have a lot of information that people would want. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to piss you off really either. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why you would fire a spy. That sounds horrible. It's like, well, they fired me. We're working with the KGB anyway. I'll give them the, you know. Yeah, and I'll get paid. I'll get paid. Yeah. But instead they break into the post office and you get some more trouble for that. Um, I guess you're just supposed to be super loyal to your country no matter (laughs) what. Yeah. (laughs) That's not really something that's reliable. This is where the logic gets a leaping. Oh, yeah. Lord's a leaping, logic a leaping. Yeah. Is he gets reinstated Mm -hmm. because someone else dies. Yeah, and so the lead is like, I I want him back on the case because Lee Stetson never fumbles. Yeah, it's all football metaphors with Lee Stetson. (laughs) That's the scarecrow's name, guys. Yeah. Lee Stetson. Stetson. And it sucks that she has to go with her ex-husband's last name. Yeah. Well, I guess the divorce hasn't been finalized. Because she's still in MRS. Yeah, she's still Mrs. She's still going by Mrs. It's weird. I mean, I think that was very typical of the time. It just seems weird to look back Mm -hmm. 40 years later and be like... Why do you still have that? Yeah, why... Why why aren't you Miss Welch now? Yeah, why didn't you go back to your maiden name or or whatever if you... You know, whatever. But um, what she finds out is she's like... She she and Dean are diddling before the fire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're 100% diddling. While they're talking about basic stuff. Ew. It was like, yeah. It's disturbing. I'm not into it. It feels like Dean gets off on, like, talk about prosaic things. (laughs) Talking about the weather. And, like, her kids come in. Don't worry about their names because they don't worry about their names. One is a Philip. Okay, one's a Philip. That's all I know. But they they come in and like she comes back she like they're on the floor facing the fire yeah. and the kids come in and she like does the like oh hey kids yeah. like <laughs> I'm like what is going on in here you guys got a bedroom you guys have a bedroom what are you doing this in the living room but one of the those little ragamuffins <laughs> one of those toe headed ragamuffins her kids are adorable they are cute they're very eighties oh man very got the 80s. little bowl cuts oh yeah love them they're like. I wanted to peek because he thought it was a Christmas gift that was getting sent sent to Aunt, Aunt Minnie. 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 But apparently he's done this before. He opens packages that are sent to other people. Yeah, because he wants to spy and see yeah. what, what it is. Mm-hmm. He's got a future at the the agency. <laughs> wow. And, he is kind of a blabbermouth. <laughs> and it's a. It turns out it was a music box. It doesn't work. But that's not the important thing. Yeah. There is a piece of paper in it that had a list of names. Uh, and apparently he also has a photographic memory, and so he wrote down everything that he remembered seeing, which was Pilgrim, Puff, Peach, or whatever. Yeah, and it was the—so what What was going on with that? What, like— That was a list of agents that they knew— Were being targeted? Were being targeted. 
Okay, and so they were like trying to get it to. However, it actually doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense because like uh, they were getting the information from Francine, so yeah. Francine wouldn't have future information of Pilgrim Peach Puff. She would have it that day. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm right about this. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> again, the yeah. show makes no sense. No, like, no, it doesn't. Don't start. Don't on, don't read into it, man. If you see that, do threat, not. Read into it. If you see that little red flag start popping up, you ju- you just ignore it. You push it to the side. See, like the show is not so much funny as it is charming. I find absolutely. And but you really, if you see that thread kind of dangling, mm-hmm. you don't want to grab pull it. it because just I it. could probably spend the next three hours unraveling mm-hmm. how this does not make sense. Absolutely. But so and like and it's all very coincidental mm-hmm. that her mother happens to be watching this popular show and she recognizes from what her son says that like the recipes are in this big recipe cookbook yeah yeah see they would have to have printed that out beforehand well beforehand well beforehand and sold it read into it and sold it at stores do not read into it (laughs) and like hundreds of agents are dead <laughs> Got to be. But I mean, only, I think, there's actually only three. I think Lee Stetson's like the best of what's left. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the best of the worst. And she, she, so she tracks this down. She tries to inform everyone, but they don't want to believe her. Because she's a housewife. Uh, you know, Stetson is peach pie puff pastry. Pilgrim peach puff. Yeah. So she goes to the place where the club was, right? Mm-hmm. That like. Where they're unloading a whole bunch of fresh produce. Yeah. At first, I didn't understand what the produce thing was, but then I realized it's the cooking show. Yeah, That's why so, they have... so they would have all the produce. Yeah. Um, and then when she was un- in the basement, wow, I was like, what kind of bunker is this? Because <laughs> it was huge. It was like a maze. It was everything in the, it like, well, like their agency is like a maze beneath yeah, Washington, Yeah, and I was like, this is just under somebody's home. Yeah. And it's a huge bunker. <laughs> and I liked how she... Um, she distracted the guy and yeah. then just like boop pops boop. into the yeah. storm cell. And he's like, Hey, Cub Scout lady, you in here? <laughs> oh, I guess not. All right, bye. And that's when she, she ends up in like a dumb waiter. Yeah. That in it shows that she's this TV show, like she's like on air. Yeah. Oh no, no, she's not because she's having no. a, a private lesson with Francine. Mm-hmm. And Francine's giving all the information just... about where the agents are gonna be, what time, what they're up to. Yeah. And um uh, and then uh woof, woof, so she um what does she do? <laughs> what does she do? She she frees. Wait, how does she get out of the dumb raider? I don't know. It's just in the next scene where she's just free and clear. Yeah. It's like okay. A, all right. Next scene. Free it, and clear. If this was a <laughs> if this was TV show, there would have been a commercial break yeah. and she's fine and she's. And, oh wait, no, no, because they have him and they're stuffing him in a helicopter. Yeah. This was a kind of cute scene though. Yeah. He sees her behind her station wagon, <laughs> and none of these. KGB people are like, why is there a station yeah. wagon here? Why is there a station wagon here? Like, and nobody's like, and when the the fruit seller guy, mm-hmm. who I assume is in, cahoots? I don't think he's in cahoots. I he think goes he, down into the storm cellar. No, though. he's just delivering fruit. Remember, there's a bunker and there's other rooms where this guy's being held. But maybe they shouldn't have their fruit delivery, their honeydew melon deliveries, mm-hmm. when they're torturing the spy. So either he's yeah. in cahoots with them. Or he's incredibly or, dull. Or he's, like, like if he works with them, he should definitely be like, hey, there's a woman in a station wagon who is somewhere loose on the compound. <laughs> well, maybe he doesn't know who all works or lives there and or if she has permission. So he's just doing his job. He's just, he's just, just 
doing his job of delivering the honeydew melons. The honeydew melons and the grapefruits. I thought she was going to crack it open over his head. I thought so, too, because she picks it up and she's like, you're going to laugh about this. But instead she's like, hey, you guys want to buy some cookies? <laughs> Do they have Cub Scouts cookies? I don't know. I've never heard of Cub Scout cookies. Oh, neither have I. I did like the Chekhov's gun of the Killick's hitch knot. Yeah. That she can't untie this pati- mm-hmm. particular knot. And that's the same knot that they used, they used on Scarecrow. Yeah. like, And in, she still couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. She still couldn't do it. And so I thought he was going to helicopter the helicopter with his knees. No. No. That's not, not what, what he happens. does. No. <laughs> what she does is she says, freeze. And she hits, holds up her hands like pistol. Finger guns. Finger guns. Which is enough to distract uh, the bad guy that yeah. he can kick him to death. But then Scarecrow kicks him. Uh, kicks him hard enough that he gets knocked out? I, You know, it could, could happen. Maybe he got him in the throat. I don't, I, I don't know. But that would kill him. And I don't feel like the show kills people very often. <laughs> it does. It killed a whole bunch of agents. But like, since she can't on time, she is forced to fly the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia Child chases after him. It turns yep. out she is good with firearms and culinary yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, cookery and bullets. And then the show, they they, they get free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she rushes home. And, like, I wasn't really sure what was going on in the scene. Because she, she runs home, and she, like, throws a chicken or tur- small turkey mm-hmm. into the oven. Yeah, sets up the table and then acts like nothing happened because she's on time for Dean. She's on time for Dean. But I'm like, there's no way that bird's going to be cooked in the next. Nope. Like why? That's gonna take at least three hours. You don't need to be lighting those candles, lady. No. Like, yeah, you got home just as Dean got there, but you guys aren't eating until ten o'clock at least. <laughs> at least. So you might as well undo those candles. Yeah. And she put the flowers, and 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 like her mom and her kids are right there. It's like they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then it freeze framed, which was weird. Yeah, and so I thought it was over, but no, it kept going. So then I was like, well, is it freeze framing that her end of the story is done and now it's on to Bruce's end of the story? No. No, but no next scene she's talking like crazy. She's she tells everybody, uh, she tells Jeffrey's his boss and Francine, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with telling Francine anything. No, don't tell Francine anything. But she tells him everything that's going on and her boss is like, "Hey, guess what? You this got yourself a new partner, Bruce. You, you got yourself a new partner." But it's like why? And they still haven't discussed payment because she's like, does this job pay anything? And, like, and they Scarecrow- just shoot her out the door. And Scarecrow is like, how dare you ask something so gauche as, yeah, as remuner- payment. remuneration for your work and service for your country. And for these dangerous missions that can get you and your family killed. How dare you? How dare you? You need to go back just to doing... Just live off my money. Here's a dollar. <laughs> you need to go back to doing your radio workouts. <laughs> <laughs> she tells them everything. And, like, Francine does not feel at all bad. No, no guilt whatsoever. There is no guilt. She's no. like, hey, it happens. We all sometimes get drunk hypnotized or drugged hypnotized <laughs> and give away state secrets that ends up in the deaths of multiple yeah, agents. No big whoop. This is just part of the gig. It's part of the job. Don't feel a little bit bad not about this. Not even a little remorse. I don't understand why she would be a in good... In fact, she's so cocky, she makes fun of everybody. Yeah, I'm like, you are the worst leak ever. (laughs) Like, can you imagine giving away state secrets and be like, I guess you shouldn't have trusted me, dummy. (laughs) But look, I'm still here doing my job. (laughs) Didn't even get a pay cut. Didn't even get get suspended. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's the worst. He got suspended for trying to do his job. She gave away secrets that ended up with the deaths of three agents, at least. (laughs) At least. It has to be more than that because they were on this trail for a while. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's Francine's fault. Yes. And Scarecrow tries to talk to Jeffries and be like, you know, why would we want to hire her? Yeah. And Jeffries is like, we sometimes hire um, civilians to do it. I'm like, yeah, civilians that have, like, contacts within the world you need. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't have any contacts. No. She she has no, shown no special skill. I'm not trying to, like, knock her or anything, but she's not, like, a secret judo expert. Yeah, exactly. She's not a computer hacker. No. She has zero <laughs> skills. I mean, and, and again. I mean, she's clearly a better spy than Lee, though. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, she does figure it all out. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. But, like, she figures it out out of luck. Like, if her mother wasn't into that show, she wouldn't have figured it out. That's true. And Lee would be dead. Yeah. And then every and then everyone would be dead. Exactly. <laughs> KGB wins. <laughs> KGB wins. <laughs> uh, do you want to know what other people, uh, how other people felt about the show? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest review I have is a five-star review. Nice. From... Jacob Nunnally. Mm. This was from June 28th of this past year. This wow. 2023. He says it's dull. <laughs> he says, Tubi just put a ton of 70s and 80s shows on streaming, so I've been watching a few of them. I really want to like Scarecrow and Kang, the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, what if that is autocorrect? He, uses, he writes Kang so much. Either... Kang the Conqueror or Kang and Kodo so yeah. much that it's like, you don't mean King. Uh, but it's just so dull. Nothing ever really happens. I disagree. I disagree. I don't think it was dull. Mm-mm. I think it, if anything, too much happens that doesn't make sense, which in its own way makes it fun. Yeah. And when something does happen, it's the last minute of the episode. Mm. Uh, there just isn't enough in this series to like for it to be doable. It's so dreadfully dull. Oh, I've become... Oh, dreadful. Oh, I've become Alice from Alice in Wonderland. It's so dreadfully dull, Dinah. <laughs> I am amazed it lasted more than one season. It was the 80s guy. <laughs> uh, for example, there was a guy and a young lady as main characters. So there's obviously opportunity for romance, but they don't do anything with it. No, she's with Dean. There's a bit of sexual tension, sure, but that's it. It never goes anywhere. I think that's, that's perfect. great. That's Scully and Mulder up until season seven. And it ruined everything. And it ruined everything. As soon as those those mm-hmm. people start having the sex, yeah, it, ruins, it ruins everything. It ruins Do, it. People don't understand. Stop putting men and women together like that. Just stop it. And, like, people have no, like, there's never any buildup to anything. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, it has to happen right away. I'm sure at some point they're... Something's gonna happen. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, like, probably season four, which is what kills it. Yeah, probably because it's what's more interesting is that tension. Yeah. All of fiction is about tension. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that tension is resolved, well, story's done. That's the story. The whole story. story is tension. Yeah. And it's not just like a main story. It's like the plot equivalent of this is if he had gotten the box from the Toga guy and turned it into Jeffries. Yeah. The end. That's the story, that's, yeah. Essentially, that's what you're saying with their mm-hmm. romance, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is like just in the first episode, they should be doing it. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, there's nothing no. there. That's no. not interesting. We should just, you know what? I know I'm on a lot of like review sites for stuff, but I kind of think the idea of amateur reviews mm-hmm. has gone too far. Because <laughs> I don't think people really understand or are capable of giving thoughtful reviews to stuff they don't understand just basic story structure Mm -hmm. that they should be like commenting on it it's Mm -hmm. like you don't like 
Jacob McNally, I don't want to read anything you would have to write. <laughs> My gosh. That's so mean. Sorry. I don't know. Well, I don't know if he's a writer. He might not even be a writer. Final thing about this show. Ellipse. The decision to cast gorgeous Kate Jackson as a frumpy mom is baffling. I did like at the party. She's not frumpy. She's frazzled. She's frazzled. Yeah, she's not frumpy. What the hell, man? You dick. Jesus. Now how do you feel about Jacob? Yeah, he can go suck a duck. Just a few years previous, she was one of the hottest young ladies on TV at Charlie's Angels. She could have had a similar role. Again, that's not what this show is, though. Good God. This dude's annoying. Stop reading his review. Next. <laughs> wow. It does get worse. Nope. Next. <laughs> Just note, guys, look up that review. It gets worse. Just good, wholesome fun from Beaumont 12. This was read, written in October of 2022, so these were very okay. recent. If you missed the greatness of the America that once was. Wow. <laughs> By having women cook and do your work for you. Yeah. And you just being served like the awesome man you are. You could talk about football and cars. Oh. And you're just condescending. <laughs> Ugh, making fun of women who fall. It's hilarious. This is the show for you. It's lighthearted nature was a lot of fun. And both King and Boxistan. Uzbekistan. <laughs> Uzbekistan <laughs> had fantastic chemistry. The show doesn't worry about anything but having a good time. A fun spy series with admittedly improbable plot lines that a family could generally watch with few content concerns. I agree with that. You can watch this with oh, your yeah. kids or whatever. There's nothing... I mean, you got to tell them, you know, this is pretty sexist. So just. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. We... Don't lean into it. No, I mean, like, if you were in 1983 with your family, yeah. this is nothing Yeah, this bad. is fine. Uh, the concept is strained. A housewife stumbles into spying. But Kate Jackson and Bruce Brockleitner's sprightly charm and make for a diverting series. The consistent way with the series, the housewife demonstrating a mental agility that leaves the agents catch up. A mental agility? The housewife is clever? <laughs> oh my God, barf. It, combined with a vague sexual tension, <laughs> propels the show. As I say, America, when it was pure. Oh, barf. God. And somehow I found the worst people. And they you found the worst somehow two the, reviews. Somehow the ten-star review and the one-star review were both by the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, so, ultimately, would you recommend this show? Probably not. I would recommend it for myself. But right. I don't think our listeners would be into it. Yeah. I. It's one of those kind of uh, in the background shows. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything objectionable if that's something you're even worried about. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's nothing, it, I wouldn't say it's wholesome. Because I had a fun time watching it because I like making fun of these people. I like making fun of it. Yeah. I like, I love these kind of shoddy 80s yeah. series that really don't hold up to a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. And like, as lame as this person was, they are just having fun with it. They're yeah. not concerned with the details. Yeah, exactly. And I do like that in certain things. Like, mm -hmm. I think a lot of the... That's another thing that I think has really ruined us with, especially with the the amateur critic mm -hmm. ideas. We're always looking for... Flaws. Flaws mm -hmm. and... And we're looking for the plot holes. And, like, yeah, I think that is fun to look for. But I think there's a way you do it where you're still appreciating the series or yeah. the movie for what it is. Like, you're, like, yeah. you're not saying, like, this is bad because of this. Yeah. Like, this can be, it gives it a charm. Yeah, exactly. 
one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately, too, is like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm -hmm. As much as I like MST3K, I think it, I don't know that it's been always a net positive Mm -hmm. for cinema and everything because people think, oh, I can do that with my friends and I'm going to make fun of everything and I'm going to find the problem in everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that. Moderation, folks. <laughs> Everything comes down to moderation. Mm. I think there is a way that we do it, that we make fun of these things on our podcast. Yeah. I try to keep it, I don't know, I, I try not to get pissed off too much about those things. I think it's fun to look for the little flaws. Mm-hmm. But it, when things make me mad, it's more because of like sexism or racism yeah. or like a bigger issue. Like, hey, this show is bad for this reason. Yeah. Like, not because like, oh, well, she was holding a Charlie Brown cup in this other scene and now she's holding a Garfield cup. Like, that's not... That's just hilarious. Who cares? That's just funny. It's like, whatever. So, yeah, I think I would recommend this show if you like shows like Father Dowling Mysteries Mm. or Murder, She Wrote or those kind of things. I think this would be up your alley. If you're not into those shows, then I would skip it. Absolutely. Like, I don't think it. you have to watch. It's not a must-watch show. Definitely not. So, our show. Yeah, so what are we doing next week? Oh, God, you asked. I did! Well, I was thinking, would you like to do, like, more kind of older shows, or would you like to do modern stuff? Like, what would you, what are you feeling? We've done a lot of modern, so let's keep with some older for a while. Because I was thinking maybe, it's on Tubi as well, maybe we should do something like The Prisoner. Which was, like I said, it's like about secret agents who... I mean, this is a spoiler for, I think, a 50-year-old show. But it's like a, it's like a very influential show. People okay. like it a lot. Like, the people who watched it, I don't think it was on very long. I think it might even be a British show. Okay. I could be wrong. The secret agents are retired to an island, basically. and Or is there more going on? Ooh, who knows? Okay. So I kind of want to do that. So next week, when you listen to us on Tuesday, when Piloting the Pilots drops yeah. on your favorite podcast app, Mm. Uh, that's what we'll be doing. We're doing the prisoner. Absolutely, as always. Contact us, pilotingthepilots at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. And you know, don't don't be a scarecrow. I guess. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to end this podcast. I don't know how to end this one. You, you just go. We love you. Bye. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs>